Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Welcome to our International Day. And the title of the message today is just say, Declare His Glory. Declare His Glory. We want to proclaim His glory. We want to show forth His glory. We want to manifest His glory. We want to openly affirm His glory. His glory. Is He worthy to be glorified? Of course He is. That's what we want to do today on this uh, International Day. We want to talk about things going from one to many nations and also to one. That's what we want to do. When I think about International Day, of course, you think about all the different nations in the world. And I like to think of it as not a lot of differences and not try to magnify our differences, but to celebrate the things that we have in common, the things that we are one in, in nations. This is a sort of like international law, you may say, uh, because inter means together. It means among. And if you have international law, you have, of course, uh, laws that are together enforced by or respected by all the nations. Uh, So that's what we are talking about today, declaring his glory. I believe we can declare his glory if we think about what we're saying today, the scripture, what we're talking about today, and proclaim that, show forth that, and celebrate that, he will be really glorified. He will be honored. He will be, uh, his renown will go forth. His splendor will go forth. His, his, his brightness will go forth, really. That's what we want to do today. International Day. Let's start by opening up our, our Bibles. If you have your Bible with you, you can open that up. If you don't, it's okay. It'll be on the screens. We want to talk from Acts chapter 17. We want to go there. How did we get all these nations to begin with? Because we're talking about International Day. How do we get all these Nation, you see people dressed in in different um, different clothes a day, maybe than you may see walking around everyday life in Lynchburg. That's the dress of that particular nation. Acts chapter seventeen. Let's start in verse twenty-three. For while I was passing through and examining the objects of worship. And he was talking about Athenians there in Athens. I also found an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. Therefore, what you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you. I declare to you. I'm going to spread this out to you. The God who made the world... And all things in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. Nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath and all things. 
Verse 26. This is a key verse. Very important verse. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and boundaries and their habitations, that they will, will seek God. If perhaps they might grope for him or, uh, or is like a person is, is, is in darkness trying to feel their way towards God to find him, though he is not far from each one of us. This is about God. It's about him. For in him we live and move and exist. Is that the scripture? Is, uh, is that true? In him we live and move and King James may say and have our being. It's about him. Let's go back to verse 26. And he made, he made. That means God calls to be from one, hence the title, from one, two men and nations, to one. We're headed somewhere. We're on a linear line here. We know it's from one. And the one we are talking about is, of course, Adam. We're talking about Adam. He made from one man, every nation under mankind. And that means that if you look that up, that nation, that word, ethnos, is like our word ethnic. He made every race. That's what he made. Every people. He made it. So that means that if we are different races today, different ethnic groups today, different ethnos today, it's because he made it. It's not because you decided, today I'm going to be Ugandan. Today I'm going to be French. No. He made it. He made it. Why in the world would he do something like that, knowing how mankind is? Why would he do something like that, knowing that we are people who will magnify our differences rather than celebrating our likeness? Why would he do that? Let's look in Genesis chapter 11. I like to turn pages just in case you uh, like to stay in one scripture. I don't. So we're going to turn to different ones. Verse 1. Now the whole earth Use the same language in the same words. There was a time, John, where people were not speaking Hispanic. There was a time where people, Isaac, were not speaking, I don't know the language though. It's not Ghana, it's what, what is the language called? G? Okay. See, I say, I don't know anything. <laughs> it wasn't speaking that. It was a time where 
Everyone was speaking the same language. Not Japanese. You know, not French. Try, try. Uh, my wife made a French dish out there because we're, we're from France. We're from, and uh, <laughs> I was just kidding, of course. Uh, but we did. She did make a French dish, though. Um, there was a time where it was just one language, one language. Why would he mess that up? <laughs> and it came about, verse 2, as they journeyed east, they found a plain in the land of Shinnah and settled there. They said to one another, come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they used brick for stone and they used tar for mortar. They said, come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven and let us make for ourselves a name. Not God a name. Oh, we're not going to magnify him now. We're not, we're not going to declare his glory. We're going to make for our, a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people. Not many nations now. One people. And they all have the same language. Nobody's speaking Italian. Nobody's speaking uh, Ugandan. Nobody's speaking Hispanic. Everybody's speaking the same language, whatever it is or was. And this is what they began to do. And now nothing which they purpose to do will be impossible for them. Unity. Unity. They were in unity. They all agreed. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of the whole earth. And they stopped building the city. And there his name, of course, is Babel because he, infu- he confused their languages. So if we don't understand people, when I, when I, uh, one mission trip I did take to Uganda, I didn't understand their language. I looked like them. They looked like me. But we talked differently. Even my interpreter talked different because my interpreter was speaking English from uh England, or British English, or man, he, he couldn't understand my southern accent for some reason, see. So it was kind of difficult. It was kind of difficult, even with an interpreter. And the Lord did that because he wanted them to go to the foremost parts of the world. Because, see, let's turn to Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. We have to realize that we were not all different. We didn't have all these nations before. In verse 27, in Genesis chapter 1, it says, God created man in his own image. So that means that we all bear the image 
of our Heavenly Father God. We all, saved, unsaved. When you're born in this world, you have the image of God. So we all have likeness, don't we? We all have so many, so many, similar, uh, some things that are similar. We all have things that, that, that we should be magnifying our likeness rather than uh, magnifying our differences, but we don't. We tend to magnify those things that are different. When God said that he made man in his own image, male and female, he made, created them. That's important. We should make sure that we are realizing that our ethnicity is not as important as who made us, who created us. And he said in verse 28, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and Fill the earth. He said, fill the earth. Now, they decided among themselves they were not going to fill the earth. They were going to just make a name for themselves. So, therefore, God had to confuse their languages so that now they couldn't agree. They could not agree because they didn't understand each other. I was with John yesterday, and he was speaking to somebody on the phone, and they were just talking. I didn't understand not one word they said because he was speaking Spanish. I didn't understand it. We can't unify around differences. We have to unify around those things that are the same. And thankfully, we do have a language now that um, just about everybody in the world speaks, probably English. I think they everybody pretty much. But in some places, they don't because uh, it's not haven't been translated. I mean, it's not even uh, don't have a Bible in their language. Don't don't have a written language. We still have the differences. Today, in the International Day, we're going to magnify the things that we have that are similar. That's what we're going to do. Because after all, I believe that when you're born again, you are a new creation. Let's look at it in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Let's look there. Even though I don't look the same as everyone else. You don't look the same as everyone else. We still, if we are born again, we have the greatest thing in common. The greatest thing. We are born again. And that makes it great. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is the same creature, new. How much, how much of the old things are still there? 
the old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now, all these things are from God. That's a biggie to me. That's a biggie because I say that my ethnicity is a small thing. A small thing. If I were to uh, compare my ethnic background with that which I am, it, will, it, it can't compare. A new creation cannot compare to anything old. Can't compare. It's like if I were to uh, have a thimble, uh, and probably the old, older people know what a thimble is. I'm sure the young ones don't know, you know what a thimble is because uh, they probably don't even sew. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know what a uh, thimble is? Uh, uh, the thimble, Kristen, tell, tell, a thimble is, <laughs> you know, because I see you explaining it to this young man here. He doesn't know what a thimble is. See, <laughs> see a thimble is what, Kristen? There you go. I, I, see, I knew we had somebody here. Like, oh, was that? I don't sew, but that's all right, you know. My mama did. She had a thimble, you know. I don't even know what I don't I don't even know what you can buy thimbles now. You just have to be very careful uh, with your thumb trying to push things through to the hole. I mean, you have to be very careful. If I take a thimble and put water in it, and I say, "Well, this is a thimble here. It's full of water. I'm gonna pour some uh, water on this flower right here." How do you compare that thimble full of water with all the water that's in the world? Can it can it compare? No. Because when it, when he when, just think, when the earth appeared, when he made uh, the earth made the the, the 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 dry land, he separated the waters from the waters. So that means there's waters up there, right? And if you look at a, a globe, there's a lot of water here on this earth. Okay. Or if you take one grain of sand and try to compare it to all the Sand is in the world. It doesn't compare. That's what my ethnicity, my, our ethnicity, compares to us being born again. Can't compare. Can't compare. We should be magnifying our new birth, especially the Christian church. Now, now the world can't do it because they're not born again. But we can. We shouldn't be like the world, magnifying our differences and can't get along because we are this or we are that, we are whatever. And we do have a, um, a most, most, uh, most probably people from Africa are probably of... Um, Light complexion, a dark complexion. What do you think? Dark. Uh, Isaac, come here a minute. Can you come here a minute? And uh, see, look at it. Give him a hand. Look at how you dress, boy. That guy just looks good, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Vanessa, come up, come up here a minute. Doesn't she look good? Give him a hand. Come on. Don't be clapping the eyes. Don't be clapping. Vanessa now. Okay. All right. Now, 
uh, you're from Ghana, West Africa. Ghana, West Africa. And you just arrived from? Uganda, East Africa. Okay. Don't they look alike? Huh? Why, why, don't they, why don't they look alike? I mean, why are y'all laughing? Eh? Uh, they dress alike. I mean, they dress in, 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 in the garb of, of, of Africa. And uh, somebody told me somewhere, I didn't believe them, that, that, that I used to be of some ancestor somewhere from Africa. I don't believe it because I've never I've been there only one time. So, <laughs> so I'm dressed differently. You see, but they, they are, tell, tell, tell them a little about, about your culture in, oh, in, in Ghana. Yeah. Because you, you, you were there. Okay. I'm an Ashanti. Okay. But in Ghana, we have like 39 different languages or dialects. Okay. And I'm an Ashanti, and I come from Kumasi. Okay. Yeah. And my ancestors were warriors, though, like they liked to, they loved to fight. Oh. But right now, they are all converted to Christianity. So we are all Christians now. Praise God. Come on, give God a hand. Woo! <laughs> oh, praise God. Praise God. How many different languages? About 39 different dialects. In, yeah. in, that one in Ghana, and it's a small country, too. Wow. It's like three times uh, that of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a small country. Wow. Okay. Give, give, give him a hand. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Praise God. Wow. Woo. Oh, learning something here, learning something. Okay, and, and you are uh, not Ugandan. No. Okay. <laughs> How did you think I knew that, huh? Okay, because yes. I know you, right? Okay. And there's your mother right there. Okay, okay. All right, tell, tell us what, what uh, you're here in the United States, but you are a, this is Vanessa Little. And Vanessa is, uh, she was, uh, she's in our church, and she was in our church, and uh, she's still in our church, but she's not in our church. <laughs> because she's in Uganda, okay, as a missionary. So she's, um, she wanted to go to Uganda, of course. That's where God called her. And so she's one of the missionaries from uh, Cornerstone. So tell us a little bit about why you're here in the United States and, and the culture in uh, Uganda. Okay, I'm here for just a short trip because my sister is about to get married next week. And about Uganda, we also have over 50 languages there. They're very tribal in nature with their clans. They have something called totems, which are different animals that represent the different clans, and you can't intermarry within them and other things like that. Ooh, I didn't know that. Wow. My goodness gracious. Wow. Can't intermarry. Like within the tribes. Within the tribes. Within the tribes, yes. Well, they haven't heard of Christianity then, huh? They have. They have? But, uh, Christians can't do it either? Even Christians, they still hold to that tradition. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Vanessa, next Sunday, Vanessa is going to talk to us and show us videos and all that kind of stuff uh, uh, about um, uh, what she's been doing in Uganda. But give her a hand. She's, she's, uh, she's, she's here today for a little bit. Don't they look good? I mean, they, they look good, boy. They look good. I started to wear my collar, uh, which I have a shirt that's a collar, because when, when I went to Uganda, I went as an Anglican minister. And so when I walked down the hall, I said, yes, Father, yes, Father. How you doing? Father? And so, uh, but I, I said I wasn't going to do that because I might freak some, uh, some, <laughs> some people out. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. 
we want to recognize that we are all from, of course, God. We're all from God. We're all from Adam. If you are born in this world, you're born from one man, from Adam. One man. One woman. Eve. Everybody who's birthed. And so we all are really like brothers and sisters. We're all related. Really. Anyone disagree with me that we're not all related? Because you have to be from some other place other than <laughs> this earth. And there is no record of anybody being on Mars or Jupiter or anywhere else. So, therefore, you have to be, we all are related. And even after the flood, we're all related. It doesn't matter. We're all related. And so we should be not concerned about our differences but our likeness. Now, our differences are important because we bring, we bring some nice things to the table. Just like uh, our body is different. Every, every member of the body is not the same. So every member of, of the, 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 uh, the world is not the same. And we need that flavor. We need that, 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 uh, those differences. But let's don't magnify the differences. Let's celebrate the things that we have in common. And, and one, one scripture that I think about, because some people, they, they, uh, they, they have problems with their identity. And let's look at Psalm 139. Let's go there and see what God says about you and all of us. 14, verse 14. It says that I will give thanks to you Speaking of God. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Do you know that you are wonderfully made? Each and every single person is wonderfully made. Your nose is wonderfully made. I don't care how you may think that nose look. You have to compare it with somebody else's nose. To think that that nose is not wonderfully made. And we do that sometimes, don't we? We say, oh, my nose is, is not pointed like their nose. Well, it's okay. I can breathe better, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my hair is different from their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. I don't have to worry about um, a lot of things. Do you know that, 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 that everyone, everyone has problems? Every ethnic group has problems with how God made them, in a way. Do you know, do you know that? Really? You have, you have uh, people from, uh, say if you're from the, my type of uh, background, wherever I'm from, they the hair is not straight. So my hair won't get straight if I step on it, stomp on it. I don't care what it is. It's going to curl up. It's just as simple as that. It's going to do it. Uh, and, but so, and so some people spend a lot, a lot of money trying to get it straight. Then here's another ethnic group. They, they got to spend money to try to curl it. <laughs> really? I'm serious. 
See, I, I spend time in the morning putting uh, Vaseline, you know, hot oil or whatever it is, uh, oil into my hair every morning, basically. And here's another ethnic group washing it every day trying to get the oil out. Really? We're all different, aren't we? We're all different. We're all different. And people say, well, well, you're black. You can jump. Jump. You probably can dunk. No, I've never been able to dunk. <laughs> Can't jump. <laughs> Can't jump. <laughs> so we all have problems. We really do. We all have problems. Yeah. We're all wonderfully made, though. We're all wonderful. All sizes, all colors, we're all wonderfully made. And we want to, we want to do that. But, see, some, the world has made us to think, depending on what part of the world you're from, that your color or your ethnicity makes a difference. Just like um, Vanessa said that all these tribes, they can't intermarry. So why can't they intermarry? They must think that, hey, this tribe, is, don't, don't matter. They're not like we are. We'll, we'll, no, we're going to keep our race pure. Come on. Come on. Don't we do that in, in America sometimes? Oh, we, you know, oh, don't, don't intermarry them because, it, no, no, you, oh, man, oh, no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. We want to try to keep things the same, you know. No, 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 no. God didn't make it that way. We all made it from one, we made from one person. So, therefore, we should all realize we're all brothers and sisters. All he did was just move us from one place to another place to scatter all over the world. But you know that God is a God of unity. You know that. It's no way possible God did that so we'll all be different, so we'll all stay away from one another, so we'll all won't like one another, so we'll all be at odds against one another. He didn't do that because he's a God of unity. There is unity in the Trinity. There is unity in the body of Christ. He always loves unity. He speaks of it in, in, in Psalm 133. It's unity. Everywhere is unity. That's what God is, the unity of the spirit and the bond, keeping the bond of the peace. God is a unified God, so therefore, why did he do it? Why would God divide us all over the place, give us all different languages, make us look different, different hair, different body types, all different things like that? Why would he do that, but he wants unity? Well, what else did God make? Just think about it. He made everything, didn't he? How, how many different species of, of uh, animals do we have? And all of them are beautiful. Or uh, 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 birds. Or uh, flowers. Come on. They're all beautiful. God is a God of variety. But everything has a purpose and everything is supposed to be unified into achieving the purpose which God made it for. And that's the same thing with the human race. We all are supposed to be uh, uh, coordinating things together so we all bring something to the table so we all can, can bring out the vastness of God. God is vast. I mean, you can't even explain how vast God is because he's everywhere. He's so vast. And he said, I want, I want my glory shown with all the nations. I want y'all to come together, all the blacks, whites. Native Americans, I don't care what color you are, all different shades in between the two. I want you all to come together to show forth my glory. That's what I want. And the church should be the one who's doing it. The world can't do it. The workplace can't do it. 
It's got to be Christianity because Christianity is the only ones who can really show forth God's glory because we're the only one can have the agape type of love. That's love that, that doesn't have anything to do with uh, whether I'm like you or not, whether you like me, whether uh, we, we uh, have differences or not. We love each other because we are of God and God is love. So the church is a great place, a great place. And that's why I always wanted to be and to stay in this particular church because this particular church was a different type of church. It's not like the church I grew up in because everybody was the same, same ethnic background that I grew up in. Not one white face in the whole crowd. And, and if you came in there, you would be uh, really probably looked at, probably talked about. Yeah, really. But it's the same thing if you went across town. Not one black face. And if you did come in there, you'd be looked at, talked about. But not this church. And not, it shouldn't be the church of the living God. It should not be. So we should celebrate International Day. Celebrate our our likeness. And if you think that you are something because you are from, let's say, Argentina, or if you're from uh, some other place, whether it be Africa, whether it be uh, Mexico, I don't care where you, if you think that you are something, then you need to read the Word of God. You need to read, let's, let's end there in Isaiah 40. Let's look there. Because he, he puts it so nice. He puts it so nice and so sweet. Um, in Isaiah 40, verse 6. I think I won't get verse 6. Because we look at TV a lot. We look at the movie stars. We look at the people who say, oh, he's the handsomest man in the world. Or she's the most beautiful person in the world and we want to be like that person and things like that and this is what he said in verse 6 a voice calls voice says call out then he answered what shall I call out all flesh is grass and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field the grass withers the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flower fades. But the word of the Lord stands forever. So regardless of whether we have a movie star here today, regardless of whether you uh, won uh, 15, 20 Emmys or, or Grammys or whether you're the best singer, whether you uh, are the Hampson's man alive, or the beautiful woman alive, your flesh is grass, just like grass. And it's just like the flower. And these flowers, if I leave them, leave them up here the next year, you watch it fade. <laughs> you watch it. It might be beautiful now, but you watch it. Ask, ask anybody that uh, that's lived long enough, how did you look when you were 15, when you were 20? Come on. Uh, you know, you ought to see pictures of Miss Hollow when she was younger. Miss Hollow's eight or something now. You know, 
Did, yeah, I saw some pictures of you. You remember, Ms. Harlow? I saw some pictures of you. Yeah. She looked different than she looks now. If you saw, uh, I mean, really, she, she's nice now, but I'm saying, young, youth, do you understand? Do you understand? Youth going to fail. You know? And all you young students, you know, look in the mirror now and say, yes, because it's going to be going downhill from there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. In, in of us. In of us. You've seen pictures of, of, of your parents when they were young. You've seen pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some people are beautiful regardless of what age. They just stay beautiful. Um, but to others, they are getting older. And so all flesh is grass. So I say that why think that I'm something because, um, well, I have a tint to my skin. I don't have to get a suntan. All y'all going all you want to to the suntan place. You sit out in the sun and get skin caps all you want to. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to because I am black this color. You, all right. All flesh is grass. Just like the flower of grass, it's going to fade. It's going it's to fade. Yeah. Uh, so regardless of what our ethnicity is, let's don't uh, think we are something because we are, we, we are all from one. Let's celebrate our unity in God. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.